it's semi-final time at the Vitality Hockey World Cup. Four teams, two spots in the final. We'll have all the action here on the World Cup Daily. Here we are, show number 15 of the World Cup Daily from the Hockey World Cup in Lee Valley in London. It's semi-final time, John. We did have 16. Exciting. We've now got four left, and uh, there's a few surprises in there. There are indeed some surprises. Oh, you know what? This is the time of the year, traditionally. Any time there's a hockey final on, grass smells better. Did you know that? <laughs> Sky is bluer. It's true. Love finals. I love semi-finals and finals. It's just exciting stuff, and there's, there's a lot, of, lot for players on the line here. Now, well, that- I know there is in other games earlier on in the tournament, but now it's... It's not a dream anymore. It's a reality, and it's there within your grasp. Yeah, you're you're at least one win out of two games away from a medal. Yeah, yeah. yeah that little sort of step step closer to it. And as you said, the skies are blue. It's going to be a beautiful day there. It's going to be a beautiful weekend um, in London. So remember, slip, slop, slap. I know you're not all that used to used to the uh, the warmer weather and the hot sun um, back in the UK, and uh, you know keep plenty of fluids on board as well. Now let's get into these games. Uh, first up, the fixtures. Uh, 2 p.m. T- today, yes, at 2 p.m., Ireland versus Spain. Uh, that's semi-final two. That's world number 16 uh-huh. ranked versus world number 11 ranked. Who would have thought that coming into the, this World Cup that we'd have teams ranked outside the top five or six? Well, we certainly, we certainly didn't think that at all, did we? Um, Spain have done remarkably well. If you oh, yeah. go back to their opening round defeat and uh, a 6-2 defeat to Argentina, who of course are not at this early. stage, they're, they're on their way home. They fought back with a 7-1 win against South Africa. They then went down 3-1 to Germany. Uh, they had a nil-nil draw in the crossover game after um, finishing third in the group uh, with Belgium. They won the shootout 3-0. And then they did the reverse on Germany um, in the quarterfinal with a 1-0 win. Um, you know, they've had some ups, they've had some downs, they've lost two games, but they're in a semi-final. They're there, and you know, once you're there, you're a chance. Uh, on to their opposition, Ireland. They've uh, surprised everybody uh, going through the group stage. I think people expected they were a chance to, to qualify for the, the the knockout stages, but probably in third place, not in first. Yeah, a fantastic group performance for them there. Um, and uh, yeah, we didn't. Nobody saw them being on six points after the first two games with the wins against um, China and Korea. I'm sorry, against the USA. Sorry, I'm going to a different pool here. Um, against the USA and India. Yeah. Um, they then did lose to the home nation, to England, 1-0 in the third game on the on the Saturday night. Um, big crowd there. Um, so probably a really good thing for that Irish team is that they had that big game atmosphere because not all of the games have been sold out um, but they've actually played in front of that home crowd with the stadium packed out and that's exactly what they're going to get on semi-final day yeah or finals if they get there there might be a few Irish voices in the crowd there as well I wouldn't mind betting I'd say there was going to be we've actually got a few comments from the Irish coach Graham Shaw as a bit of a preview to this semi-final we know each other so well, um, you know, since 2013, uh, when Darren Smith, who, who, who set us on this journey, who did an incredible job, 
Um, we, we used to go to Spain all the time and they used to come to us and then obviously when I took over in 2015 we continued that relationship so we spend uh, a week, 10 days every year in Spain and playing against Spain and training against them and for at least three out of those five years they came to Ireland to train, train in, in Ireland so we know the players really well, we know the, the coaches staff really well, we joked this morning as a, uh, with the Spanish coach wouldn't it be just a fairy tale if, if you ended up against us in the semi-final and yeah, dreams do come true huh? Dreams, dreams, dreams. All the all the Irish team are talking about the dreams, and I think it's wonderful. Um, I think they they need to get serious now and make those dreams a reality. Oh, and I, I think there's a lot of people in Spain dreaming as well. No one, I think, seriously thought they'd be in a semi-final, let alone on the cusp of making the final. Um, fabulous effort from both teams, both coaching groups. They obviously know each other well and and are good mates. It sounds like, and uh, you know. It'll be an intriguing battle because they do know each other so well, those teams. I think Anna O'Flanagan, she's um, been key in a lot of the forward motion from that Ireland side, and I think that will continue. She scored one of the goals uh, for Ireland in the competition so far, so they've scored four goals in the four games. Shirley McKay has got another, and, of course, Deirdre, Deirdre Duke uh, with a brace there um, early on in the pools. Um, now, the Spanish, they've scored a few more goals, and... Uh, They've scored 11 in total, but of course they did have seven in the one game against South Africa. Beatriz Perez has popped up with one. Lola Riera with a couple. Carmen Cano with the one against Germany uh, in the quarterfinal. Berta Banastra with two. Carola Salvatella with two. And Carlotta Pichami with two. So a good even spread across the side yeah. there. I mean, I know seven from one game, but as these finals, the last few finals have proved, you only need one. I'll tell you what, there's be a few teams that would would have killed for just one goal in the last couple of games. Well, what's interesting is with the Irish girls is they fancy themselves in a shootout. So mm. they kind of see that the shootout being an extension of the game. Keep it nil-nil up to this point and then we'll step into our, our zone with it. They've got a lot of confidence in their goalkeeper too. And it was obvious that they were, they were keen in the game against India. When it got to the shootout, they were right up for it and ready. Now, of course, Graeme Shaw did say that they know each other very well there. I've just got the list of, of the games that they've played in the in the past for sort of uh, 12 months or so against them. Now, Ireland had a 7-0 win um, in an opening test match uh, in 2018, earlier on in the year in February. Then they lost 2-0 the next game. Then they beat them 3-1 the next game. Then they lost 3-2 the next game. So if you want to know how close the two teams are, that's a pretty good indication of it, isn't it? Yeah, and I think when, in those games in particular, there was still a lot of shuffling around of squads, etc. And I think you know both sides were experimenting with lineups at that stage. Um, be interesting to see you know how those teams compare to the ones that are rolling out to play the semi-final. Yeah, I'm just looking at the lineups there as well, John. You know, there's a, a lot of experience, a lot of yeah. 120, 130 game plus players, and some are, you know, a fairly young age with it. You know, across both sides. We're just talking about the goalkeeper before Aisha McFerrin, 22 years old, 77 caps under about. <laughs> um, so yeah. you know, there's um, yeah, there's a, a a lot of good hockey players there. And yeah, it's going to be a, a sensational game for both countries, and I think it's um, yeah going to be a real spectacle. So if you're heading down to Lee Valley, um, pick a team, get behind them, make some noise. Have we got the appointments for that game yet? No, I can't spot anything there. It might oh, okay. well be. I don't no, think the match lineup forms are, are released. A little bit later on. Um, you got a tip for that game? What are you going to? What, what are you <sighs> going with? 
I'd love to. I'd love to see. Here we go. I'd love to see Ireland make the World Cup final. I think if they did, and the Netherlands got through, I think the Netherlands would beat them. I think if Spain got through and they played the Netherlands, I think the Spanish could do something against the Dutch. Do you? I, I I'm tipping Spain because I've been on Spain the whole tournament. Um, well, I think the Sp- either one of those teams, when they come up against the Dutch, they're not going to be able to do what they have been doing all tournament because the Dutch will just wipe them with that. They're going to have to change it up. Um, oh, don't worry. The past 24 well, the hours... Well, the Dutch aren't bit- there yet. Let's get to that game now, shall we? I'm tipping Spain. You're tipping Ireland. Is that correct? Go for it. Of course I am. I'm going, I'm going with the, the uh, grand- grandmother's blood. Yeah. side of things ok well I, my grandfather grandmothers are rolling in their grave at the moment with me tipping Spain <laughs> over Ireland anyway it, we've done it let's get on to this other semi-final now the Netherlands versus Australia uh, now it was everybody's on to the Dutch we know what they bring to the game we probably know what Australia bring to the game to a certain degree as well it's not the greatest Australian side to ever leave our shores but it is a very competent side and it's got some very good players in it. And we talked about Germany being the team that the Dutch feared the most or thought would give them the most trouble. I put Australia up there in that bracket as well, not because it's a team full of great players, but because it's a team that plays well as a team and has great team structures and is very disciplined about the way those structures work, very much the same way that the Dutch do. And Australia has a very, very strong women's competition, much like the Dutch do, and... I think the way the Dutch go about it shows that they are honed by tough, hard club hockey. And that's what the Australians will bring as well. Yeah, well, it's interesting, the two, those, both of those sides there, neither have lost getting to this point, whereas both sides had lost in the, in the opposite semi-final. Australia's route in the pool was a 3-2 win over Japan to start with. The Japanese came very hard late in that game and, you know, Australia were under the pump a little bit there. So we, at the time, we weren't sure about what kind of progress Australia were going to make, particularly um, when they had Belgium and New Zealand to play. They drew nil-nil with Belgium, not particularly spectacular performance. Um, a ground-out draw, 1-1 with New Zealand in the final pool game. But then, of course, New Zealand's defeat in that next game, um, in, the, in the previous game, had meant that they weren't going to win the group bang, Australia were there with a, a win and, yeah. and two draws. Um, and then another nil-nil draw um, a couple of nights ago against Argentina in the quarter-final. Yeah. They went on to win the shootout with Brooke Perris slotting the winner there. And like I said before, Rachel Lynch having a fantastic tournament. And historically, Australia finds a way when, when, it's, when it's in tough, tough games, it finds a way. And that's for the men's and the women's as well. If you look at the men's results recently... They just seem to be able to get it done when it matters. And if the Australians can bring that to this game, they are right in it against the Dutch. Another side with four goals in four games. Rosie Malone popped up with one of those, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from (laughs) Rosie. uh, Yeah, post-game from uh, the game later on today. And, of course, that is the later game starting at what time, John? Uh, 4.30. Yeah, 4.30. 4.30 local time, local so you'll get that on your local broadcaster, whether that be somebody like Fox Sports in Australia or Play in the Netherlands or BT Sport in the UK. And, of course, if you're not in one of those countries and you're in a country that doesn't have a broadcast deal for hockey, then you can go to the FIH YouTube channel. Just search FIH on YouTube and uh, tune in at... 
two o'clock and four thirty. That's right. That's right. Two o'clock and four thirty British London time. Yeah, London time, and uh, you'll be able to catch the action there. Well, yeah. we're nearly there, mate. Oh, we're nearly tip? there. You got a tip? Oh, in this one, oh. I don't want to jinx anything. I do not want to jinx anything. I don't want to show any bias whatsoever. But boy, I'd love to see the Dutch lose. Look, on that, I've I've expressed that view as well. And it, it's really funny because I've got a great deal of respect for Alison Allen as a player and as a coach. Um, and the Dutch girls, with their performances over the last two years, deserve the success of winning a World Cup. There's no doubt about that. They are, they are very, very good. And if they were to win it, it is thoroughly, thoroughly deserved and would be a great reward for them. That said, I think a victory to someone other team, not Dutch and not Australia, would be a great victory for hockey. Um, if, if the Dutch get through, I can't see Ireland or Spain beating them. But if Australia get through, I can see... Spain or Ireland being able to finish <laughs> that game. Um, so I'm I'm tipping the Australians. Well, I'm hoping Jodie Kenny is fit because she had a super game in the, um, yeah. in, in, the in the in the game against Argentina. She's going to be key to marshalling that back line. Like, likewise with Rachel Lynch, um, you know, often overlooked as one of the better, best goalkeepers in the world and. Uh, I think she does a fantastic job at the back there but yeah good luck to, particularly to the girls that have had associations with our club in the past John here in, yes, in uh, WA um, Emily Hertz and Carrie McMahon and good luck to the rest of the girls there um, uh, yeah we'll be, we'll be behind you anyway well that's it for our semi-final preview we'll be back again tomorrow with a preview of the final which will be our last programme and that will of be the show, World Cup yeah, Daily. show number 16. Now, of course, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. Don't forget to follow at The Hockey Family on all the social media platforms. You can go to their website, hockeyfamily.com, or you can go to our website, thereversestick.net. We'll see you tomorrow for the final show of the World Cup Daily. Only, only a couple more sleeps yet. Have you seen your bed lately? Do you remember what colour it is, how big it was? Don't forget, hashtag HWC2018. It's going to be a huge weekend of hockey. Looking forward to it. Take care, folks.